If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's happening, friends? Welcome to Unlocked, the world's number one Xbox show. It's episode 334 for February 21st, 2018. That's a lot of alliteration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. it. Nice. Handled, yeah, good that, job. handled that one all right. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we, we'll screw up this part now. Don't worry about it. Coming up on this week's show, uh, EA announces the return of Burnout. Maybe it's uh, in the way you want. Maybe it's not. Let's uh, dig into that. Plus Remedy, the creators of Alan Wake, of course, the original Max Payne creators, they've got a couple of new projects on the way, got a little bit more detail about those. We'll talk about that. Plus an old favorite of mine, uh, an old JRPG series that probably no one here is old enough to even remember, and probably (laughs) none of you listening or watching will even remember, but just humor me for a few minutes (laughs) on that. Uh, So with that, I'm Ryan McCaffrey. We have Miranda Sanchez here, Alana Pierce there. Brandon Tyrell over there. Howdy. So, what? Hello. Hi. Yeah. Say howdy. You kind of you why like you looked over what? there off. I don't know which camera we're at right now. I think it's this one. So how you doing? <laughs> you're you're a lot of uh, I'm here. a little tired. I'm the one on Beyond. the pancake. I look a little red right now. I'm not sure why. But allergies. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we had Craig Duncan here last week, the studio head from Rare, which it was, was awesome. a blast, and awesome. you missed it. Yeah, I was really I sad to miss it. it, but I had to get a <laughs> tooth pulled from my face, so. I knew kind of beforehand, as a wisdom tooth, one of them just started hurting a lot and I hadn't been able to eat properly. And then yeah. I was like, there is a chance I go to the dentist today and they're like, we're pulling right. this out of your face right We now. talked yeah. beforehand yeah. and you said exactly that. And yeah. I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll see you later. Yeah. And then I was like, I won't see you later. Did you, did you, did yeah, you spend the, the rest of the day like, just like on the moon? Well, it's afterwards, no, because I didn't go under general mm. anesthetic. So yeah. I, I wasn't knocked out. But since then, uh, I've been on a drug called Norco, and that's been happening for the past five days. Wow. Like people, like I'm trying to organize these interviews for Dice, which is currently going down. We're streaming it, um, yes. and yeah. someone will be like, "What time are you free?" And I'm like, "I don't know how to answer any questions. <laughs> oh, no. Like it's really hard." So you were you were awake but sedated, yeah? Because that's how I did mine too. Like I I had mine out as a teenager, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and I at the time I was just I don't know for some reason I was paranoid. I'd never been under anesthetic before right, for yeah, right. anything. And I was like, it's a they, risk. they gave me the option of like, do you want to just be sedated or the full? Oh, I wasn't sedated. No, they just numbed it. I didn't no. have any like, oh, so you had local. Oh, I was completely awake. Yeah. Oh God. Wait, did you get okay. any like the gas that makes you feel kind of, no, no, did, no, no. They did the Nothing. shot, the shot in your gum? <laughs> yeah, they just put a needle in my gum. No. I was 100% it, awake. It doesn't hurt just, as much yeah. as Full body sugar. No, I just don't oh, want to see that. Yeah, no, no. It just feels like a little bit of pressure. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah, I did the, I did the, Sed- sedative but 
conscious sedative mm-hmm. versus the full like knock me out. And I remember waking up uh, having no idea where I was or what day it was. And my mom was like, no, it's I thought it was like the next day. Or, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a weird experience. And then I also didn't remember anything from yeah. from the, the procedure, which is fine. It's like 1030 and you wake up so getting no, ready for no school. <laughs> yeah, no they clue, have fluid effects. It's super interesting, but it is a good time to play video games. It's like the whole weekend I was just like video games and then I got to a puzzle and again, my brain just doesn't function and I, I lose my train of thought halfway through a sentence and I just couldn't get through this palace that I was doing in Persona, which is like, I just can't, I don't. Oh no. Oh, it sucks, but everyone has to do it eventually. We don't want to terrify anyone out there who has not done it. I'm not yeah. going to do it. Bad. Don't, Never. you can avoid it, but it's a, it's even though it's teeth. Yeah. It's fine for some people, so. Also, it's fine so far. Welcome to Unlock, the world's number one dental podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like yeah. when we start the show off to- talking about- Wisdom Tooth Unlock. Wisdom Tooth Unlock. <laughs> nice. Uh, what, it was fun having Craig here, wasn't he? it? Yeah, he's a great yeah. guy. I mean, we we talked to him at E3 a little bit and, um, you know, talking about the game. And just any time that he can start to slowly reveal more information and then having him here for like a full-on sit-down is is so cool. And we, we talked to him before and after. Yeah. And, and They're all we, so excited about the game. Yeah, they and, really are. Like yeah. genuinely enthusiastic. It's That's just the best, great. like yeah. talking with developers that are- obviously about to launch this game. Now they can talk fully about, you know, most things that they have out already in the open and just a way better discussion. Like I got to listen to it and it was awesome. So yeah, we got one huge scoop out of him. Just enormous, Which one you know, earth shattering written up everywhere. No, it was, <laughs> <laughs> they're selling the, the, the oh, yeah, grog yeah. tankard the grog yeah. get a, 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 from the, in the game, you, they're selling real ones in the store. So, so yeah. we need, you can we drink need one. while you play. He sent me a message saying <laughs> he was sad that I wasn't here because he wanted to talk to me more about like NPC development because that's the thing that I keep asking about. Did you yeah. guys end up talking about that? No, actually, it was a topic we didn't get to. Yeah, he, I know someone tweeted recently saying that they were writing dialogue for Greg, the NPCs. Greg Malis, like the longest tenured member of Rare. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and like that's the thing that I cared about is that I want like the British voice acting and I want all of that stuff. So hopefully we can, uh, maybe I'll just email him and, and follow up on that because I totally, I want that game to have characters that I love. Yes. Like just goofy, yeah, like, dorky character. Especially, you know, like when you know if you go to this island, mm-hmm. this outpost, you're going to meet this NPC yeah. that's yeah. that's that's goofy in this way is yeah. going to be there. Oh, I'm so excited about this game. It's I coming can't wait, up. I can't so wait to find all the cool little Easter eggs and references to, you know, Cutthroat Island and Pirates mm-hmm. of the Caribbean. And all well, but they also have, I might have spoken about this on the show before, but... They have things in the game that are an ode to people who've played mm-hmm. the alphas and the betas. Right, like there was right. one guy who just kept trying to jump off of as high as he could yes. to die. And they <laughs> yes. put a grave in the game with his game attack on it, I believe. And oh, that's like so they've cool. done stuff like that for the community. <laughs> it flew too, too is... close to the sun. Yeah. <laughs> Icarus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we uh we are now, I mean, for all the talk of Xbox has no games, we're <laughs> T minus under less than a month to go until as we we talk talk with Craig about like the first major new first party IP for Xbox mm-hmm. in a long long time it's it's less than thirty days away so it's, yeah uh, have we we'll spoken about soon. when do you think State of Decay two is coming out? Well, I mean they they said spring didn't yeah. they? That was the last we heard. So until we hear of a delay, I would have to think that's going to be the case. And Crackdown also they had said spring. But that's but that's also been radio silent there right. exactly. Oh, yeah. I, I would my guess would be that one of them will hit the spring and the other one will delay. I think we'll we get Samaria. State of Decay two in 
May. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was guessing. Like spring as in like the last possible minute of spring. Yeah, but it's got to not be on 420 because that's Labo and God of War. So And a couple other things, I think. Yeah, there's like a bunch of stuff on 420. So hopefully like earlier in May, and then I would guess Crackdown is the one that gets delayed again. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. we just don't know. Coming off a series you know, We of don't delays, know at this yeah. point. We just have, haven't seen enough of it. No one's played it except Destiny. I'd rather that <laughs> get delayed than State of Decay. Though, because I don't play City of Decay like earlier. I, I was I, thinking about it the other day, and you know, like no. Fortnite is the hottest thing right now. No. State of mm. Decay so has Fortnite right elements, so for people who haven't played the first State of Decay, who might have played Fortnite, which is incredibly popular at the moment, it could be a really easy thing for them to jump onto. I still, I feel like State of Decay, even though the the, the game, the original game, uh, sold well over a million copies, yeah. it was this huge hit on Live Arcade in 2013. I still feel like it's under the like radar a sleeper yeah. and no one knows what it is <laughs> yeah. despite you know over a million sold because you're right like it's and I think I phrased it this way in my original review like it's the zombie game I'd always wanted to play yeah. where it was about the sort of it was a role playing game it was about the you know managing your group and like this person you know if you didn't uh, maintain the f- you know food levels they'd be like oh you got you ke- you can't keep our- your people fed i'm out of here and yeah. Then, yeah. and then you'd lose the help and yeah. like i it's a it's a relationship management zombie survival game it's not just about you know it's actually less about the action than anything else right which is something that i'd always wanted because that's all we had was just the action right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and like your solo survival kill all the zombies the like this one's dads. like but what if you take care of a community right, right, right. and recruit people for your community and build that up up and forge bonds that will help you survive through this. Yeah. It's the, the uh, mobile game, This War of Mine. I think it's oh, yeah, yeah. It was it was on a bunch of different platforms. But yeah, it's You're right. Like it the is, psychological it's a, horrors of war. Yeah. yeah, and it was like a lot to do with relationships and like making sure people didn't leave and like the chances that they would take if they did. And I love that kind of stuff. I, think mm-hmm. it's yeah, I, I still feel like that State of Decay 2, despite the fact that it's a big budget sequel to this little, you know, basically indie game, I still think it's going to surprise a lot of people. And yeah. be like, what? What's what's this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so. really excited about both of these and I'm excited about E3 this year. You know, I think... I feel like this is a really, really good year for Xbox. And uh, I, I, this year's E3 conference, more than any of the ones previously, I feel like we're going to get a lot of announcements. Yeah, so. yeah I think if, so too. If we're in a good get, place right now. We've got Sea of Thieves in March. Uh, I agree completely that May seems, uh, you know, until we hear of a delay, like May is probably a pretty good estimate mm-hmm. for State of Decay. I also agree that the continued radio silence on crackdowns probably not a great sign. Yeah. Right. I would put my In-N-Out Burger lunch bet on August for that game. Like, because any later than that, I think Crackdown just dies. Microsoft uh, still owes us In-N-Outs because on an episode we <laughs> said... I thought it was just you, though. Not Are we all involved in I this? I think it was the whole group of us. Oh, I saying that it was Do going I to be oh, delayed. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, like you, you, you like by association can have In-N-Out. Um, <laughs> no, I got, an, I got an email from the PR at being like, uh, I think the email said like, "Hey, you can't say anything about this yet, but we owe you all in and out." Like it was like a second before they announced that Crackdown Three had been delayed. Oh, <laughs> so I feel like you know maybe we can get more this time. They still haven't delivered on the first one, but if it's nice. pushed to August, double in and out. Yeah, because like August, you know, it could still get that that sort of window where. They can't that, go later. Right. It's after the inevitable summer drought mm-hmm. and people are like, okay, ready for something new. Okay, here's this crackdown thing we've been finally waiting for. Let's see how it is. But you get into September or in October for November, nope. forget about it. It's not, yeah. not going to be a There's good. There's no room. Especially with, again, we, we did a whole show about Red Dead 2. Go back to, yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I think it's, I feel like it's August. If, if it misses spring, which is the, which is what it's window technically is right now, 
it's cracked. It's uh, August or bust for so three, as far as twenty. Do you think goes. it's going to yeah, be yeah, exactly. you know with State of Decay two and Sea of Thieves uh, being very heavy on multiplayer and online and games of ser- as service? Do you think that they'll end up doing that with Crackdown? Make it really games as service focus because I really love the campaign. From it, it, unless yep. they've completely torn changed the whole it. thing down and well, changed it. It was all cloud. Right, well that right. was, that was, that that was, was the big, that was a big component yeah. of it. Yeah. Right, The destruction was going to be on the cloud. Yeah. So. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm i looking for a great campaign out of it. A four player co-op campaign, which is what the first one really was was the strength there. Um, Gotta collect those orbs. If, if the multiplayer turns into this amazing like Azure cloud powered Destructathon, great. Uh, that's powered. a that. Well, that's what. No, it I know. It's, it's such a weird phrase. That, thing. It's like the destruction is, so is powered by the cloud. Yeah. It's like okay. <laughs> Rain is cloud Future. powered too. It's true. <laughs> yeah, it's a natural occurring phenomenon. So is everything nature. to do with Final the Fantasy VII cloud powered. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Cloud-powered. Yeah, yes. Technically, Zach powered, but it's well, it's okay. <laughs> well, it's like if we want to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah. we got to get Ori and the Will of the Wisps in there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure we're going to, I mean, we're obviously well, going to get a lot more dates at E3. Yeah, and I think we'll probably get announcements at E3, and I actually feel like we might get Ooblets. announcements for things. Ooblets. I need to know when Ooblets is coming out. <laughs> yeah. We could get Wait, announcements that's not already things. out? Not yet. No. It's this oh. year sometime. Oh, okay. Uh, what was oh, we could get announcements for things that are coming out this year, which Microsoft doesn't tend to do, but I think with the um, ID to Xbox program, we'll probably get a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, basically everything cool from... All the cool ID stuff from last year's E3 mostly hasn't been seen. We Happy uh, Few is the end of this, you know, after that delay. Is that? Was I thought July? they just pushed it out to summer. Might I, thought, July. I could swear they said, I don't know if they gave a specific. Oh, I'll check. They gave a month. Yeah, thank you. Um, but it was, yeah, they pushed it out from April. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I think it's summer, we'll see when. But uh, the last night, yeah. which was like probably the one yeah. out of all of them that really. Blade Runner looking thing. Yeah, head and yeah. shoulders yeah, cool above everything else. Yeah. that. That's who knows when. There's no date on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's definitely stuff in the pipeline. It's just all oh, about yeah. where it's going to fall. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, will can there be? I wonder if any of them have Cuphead kind of potential. Like, where they're going to come out and sell yeah. a million copies. Like, it's it would seem like last night would be the one out of that group uh, based on what they showed at E3 last year. Yeah, but. I mean, recipe on the website. That's not what I was looking for. <laughs> really I still right yeah. really, really love We Happy Few. I like that game a lot. Absolutely, um, it's very cool. That is probably the ID at Xbox game I'm most excited about. Though, is it still ID at Xbox? That was just, or was it even announced? That's one? Maybe well, it's it wasn't. being yeah. published by Gearbox now, so I would think. I don't no, think it's, it's not. It's not, not an ID game. It's anymore. not exclusive either. No. Mm-mm. Wait. No, I don't think so. I think it's coming to PlayStation yeah, too. I, I think it's just summer. Just says summer. Okay. Summer. I don't know where I got July from. Yeah. Maybe it will be July. Yeah. Could happen. Maybe it I just summer. I predicted that somehow. Wait, her summer or our summer? <laughs> well, that's very true. <laughs> Miss Winter summer of Arcade. Of Arcade yeah. yeah. Yep, it's for Xbox One, PC, and PS4, summer 2018. There you go. So. Cool. Um, all right. Well, let's get to some news. There actually isn't much of it this week. No, it's so, pretty quiet. Uh, I'm glad mm-hmm. we managed to ramble our way. Yeah, if you couldn't a, tell by the rambling, we don't <laughs> have a lot of news. Uh, yeah, but the, the big story this week is Burnout, which a lot of people were like, oh my God, Ryan, you must be so excited. Like, wait. The wrong burnout. Yeah, wrong burnout. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, hey, it's... Because I thought that, too, when I saw the announcement. I was like, Ryan. I was like, oh, wait, no, no. <laughs> oh, hang on a second. So it's Burnout Paradise. Yeah. It's getting a remaster. It's going to be out in... Uh, it was March, right? I'm mm-hmm. remembering that correctly. Mm-hmm. March for $40 includes all the DLC that was released. If you're watching on video, you're obviously seeing the remaster trailer right now. It's good. Yeah, it does. Um, 
4K. Yeah, I mean, that engine, which was uh, the Criterion engine that, of course, powered Grand Theft Auto 3 and the, mm-hmm. that, that generation of GTA games, uh, the name of that engine escapes me now. It's in my brain somewhere. Anyway, yeah, it, it, it's, it ages pretty well uh, just because that's, you know, it's got like a style to it, but not, it's, it's weird. It's like this almost, it's not, Hyper modern style, but it's not cartoony either. Yeah, it's like realistic with a shade of cartoon. Yeah, it's fairly. Yeah, I think that's a good. I way feel to like put because it. of that, it ages very well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we've got Burnout Paradise remastered. Uh, I'm not hating on this, but it is the wrong Burnout. Yeah. Well, number but. one, uh, <laughs> one of them. I, anyway. I do think this is too much money for what it is for forty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do think forty dollars is overpriced, and people are like, "Well, but Ryan, it comes with all the DLC and stuff." Yeah, but this is a 10-year-old game that you can, by the way, get on uh, backwards compatibility. You could go buy this, the 360 version, mm-hmm. uh, granted, without the. I, I don't think it's with the DLC. It's, it's like 20 bucks or something. Yeah, but it doesn't have all the bells and whistles no. of the remaster. Uh, mm-hmm. and I, I, think, I think you're right. Odds are this, this is almost certainly, just because it makes sense from a financial perspective, That's prob- it's probably the PC version. You know, sort of polished the, up a the, little bit. The Microsoft Windows version, yeah. It, that they in, other, in other words, I... <clears throat> I'm a little skeptical of how much sort of specific new gen effort has gone into yeah. this version. You know, that tr- it's tough to, tough to tell from that trailer there. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I know it, sound, it really sounds like I'm super negative on this, but it could I, be a step in the right direction too. This is them. Oh, you have it written here. Testing. Go, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all those are notes for all of us. So. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I do think you know that's the one thing I hold on to is. Are we testing the waters for a proper new burnout? With or is this the uh, sort of plugging the hole of no burnout because Criterion is working on other stuff? Now? And this could also no. be them like, hey, buy this so we can have more money so we can make a new burnout. Yeah, Except maybe. That's just maybe. the thing you got to do. It's like in between yeah. releases, it's like, hey, just give us, we'll put this back out and hopefully this can help fund the next thing they're working on. Yeah. I, yeah. A bit more. I know so many people had a great time with this game and I don't, I wouldn't take that away from them at all. I just, for me. <laughs> but Ryan, you can drive a DeLorean. <laughs> I know. that is, But burnout always worked way better to me as a closed circuit racing game rather than an open world game where you're zooming around and all of a sudden, well, damn it, I missed that turn. Yeah. I guess this race is screwed. Um, and the, the all arguments about this game for me come down to one thing, one thing that I'm immovable on, I'm dug in, you can't change my mind, and that is you could say anything you want about Burnout Paradise and I will counter with, but they took out crash mode. Yeah. <laughs> Which is That's it. That's it. That is the I mean, end yeah. of the discussion for me. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I think uh, this is EA. Do, they're doing some interesting stuff right now. So you have the EA Originals program, yes. which I didn't get to talk about on the show, but... Um, they just came out yep. last They just week. came out. Uh, Tom didn't like it that much. I did just get a code, so I'll, I'll give it a try, and maybe I can talk about it. <sighs> I tried week. it, and it's... I don't know. I, I was kind of... Uh, I, I was aggressively bored by it. Yeah. Oh, wow. How much did you play? Not much. So yeah. I love the start of it. Really? But I don't... I even... I said when we spoke about the preview that I was worried that it wouldn't hold me for a very long time. Yeah. And well, I don't know it, what gave me that concern, but it's probably valid. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it really has to. From what Tom was saying, it's like a 
five to six. Anyway, seven. Well, it's still, I don't, I don't still a few hours to here while we're yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah, Burma, but, but then you know the EA originals they're working on a way out as well, and then there's one more that's sure. supposed to come this year, and that's a thing that EA is doing for zero profit, which is really cool. But then there's the controversy recently that was a rumor about um, Lucasfilm wanting to take the Star Wars license to other people like Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. They have mm-hmm. a contract. What's uh, hello? You guys like, signed a deal with EA. The this potential there, which is what you know, the, the legal grounds is that you know they they went to EA because EA had so many studios that could make games. Right, and right since, off the bat. Right, but they only made two. And well, that deal right was now, like yeah. 2014? Uh, it was 10 years. I don't think I don't know if there was a specific number of games uh, Right, so it depends on what the paperwork says, yeah. but they could be like, you aren't meeting our expectations, and I wonder if that could... If it's not going to hold up in court. If there's like a breach of yeah. contract. I mean, maybe like they, they have a, a clause in there that says we need four That's titles kind of my thought. at the end of this, the two years, right? Yeah. And I mean, with... Visceral's one gone now. Yep. We have whatever Motive is doing with Battlefront, whether that be, you know, more Battlefront or something else or like DLC. And then you've got Respawns. Yeah, which I'm is pretty sure right Motive's now. working on a new IP right now. Like they're not working on another right. Battlefront. So, you know, that EA is just in a really interesting place. And I wonder if this, which is like the point I'm trying to get to, is them like sort of trying to recalculate and get back to their roots and do things that people love. Mm. You know, like Burnout, bring back Burnout. Yeah. Like rather than, you know, just keep giving us DLC or things with microtransactions that like rethinking everything and just being like, okay, yeah. let's start from ground zero because everyone's pissed at us right now. Yep, I agree. I kind um, of want to see them move away from a little bit of the games as a service. Like it's something we keep bringing up about all the games we've talked yeah. about. And that's great. Obviously they're very popular right now, but I'm also just like, don't forget the other games. Well, that's what the Star Wars game that was can- the Amy Hennig one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, and then the, that was its own conundrum of what about what single player means and like why people yeah. love it and other things. But um, I'm, I'm sure we'll see plenty of that at E3. Like I think we'll get a lot of narrative driven first person mm-hmm. games. So I Here, think that's so gonna be fine. So here's my other thing about Paradise, specifically Burnout Paradise. I I can't say for sure because I haven't played it in years, but I don't. My expectation is it will not hold up well in a post Forza Horizon 3 world. So the thing the thing with that Ryan we'll is see. that no arcade racer holds up well compared <laughs> to Forza Horizon 3. Well, exactly. Well, especially when you remove the gimmick, right? And with per- uh, Burnout was definitely known for one awesome thing mm. and, you know, with that not really around anymore. It's just whoops. a racer. This is like the opposite of like my how I feel towards most video games, but with Forza Horizon I'm like everyone else stop this genre's done. <laughs> you know, like, just let them keep making it. We don't need any more. It's perfect. We're good. Like, that's, like, a terrible attitude. They need the competition. Like, we should get lots of games. And I'm like, no, it's, we've, <laughs> we've perfected it. It's done. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I still jump back in every now and then. Yeah. And, so and you know, uh, inevitably people were, were on my Twitter feed were like, oh, I wish it had been Burnout 3. And there were there were definitely some revenge people in there yeah. too. Take down. And, and the, again, you kind of go back to the, the likely business explanation for this is because it's the one on the most recent generation of hardware architecture that's the easiest to bring forward. Yeah, I think that's... It would have been a much larger undertaking to take the PS2 original Xbox era Burnout 3 and... Re- and sufficiently bring it up to, to that, code. You're not even yeah. remastering at that point. You're, you're remaking, remaking it. it. Yeah. Is that what yeah. you would have wanted them to do? Three. Three, Three, Three. is the is the game. I, I believe... A collection would have been cool. That I would mean, have been cool. I like your big thinking on that. <laughs> yeah, for me, Three is the single greatest uh, racing game ever, period. Yeah. And that's I know, like, I know that's... There's simulation games and all that stuff, but you, you if you put me on a desert island and say, you can take one, one racing, racing game, game with yeah. me... 
It's burnout three ten. You, well, you just you lift your shirt and the tattoo. I actually <laughs> wouldn't as as much wow. as I like. It's it's right there. Believe me. But burnout three is uh, is all time for me. Yeah, for sure. Right. Awesome. A hole in your heart. Sucks to be wrong, but sorry, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first time. <laughs> it's like a daily. Never been wrong before. It's Never. No. My whole life. <laughs> big bowl of wrong. Series of big events. Bowl of wrong. Um, what was I gonna? There was. Uh, uh, yeah, I think what we covered all of our burnout points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what we get. It's you know it'll be out soon, and uh, yeah, we'll see what the sort of if people take to it in uh, in 2018. I mean, most of the talent that let's say this goes really well. Yeah, most yeah. of the, the the key people, the original burnout creators, are are long since scattered to the wind. They're not at Criterion anymore. But that's not to say that if EA did fire up a new a new burnout, whether it was at Criterion and the people that work there now, or or another studio, that's not to say it couldn't be great. I mean, look at look at. Uh, you know, Doom 2016 is sure. yeah. the perfect example of like most of the original creators had had departed, but they came in and made an incredible game. So yeah. I, I would love to see a new burnout game. That would yeah. make me happy. Well, part of me wonders is if this is testing the water, right? Are they testing the water for new burnout, more burnout, or are they testing the water for remasters, right? Because EA has come out and said, like, that's uh, like way back in the day, that's not really our business plan. We aren't interested in they that. They were much more, um, let's say, forceful oh, about it than yeah. that. They were like, I'm being polite. They're creatively. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they said they, they use, will never do it or something. Right. Or didn't they something mention the term creatively bankrupt? Or uh, like, yeah. if we're, we know, we'd be out of ideas or something yeah. if we did remasters. It took that a lot more, I think. Smash, smash cut to a year, a year and a half later. <laughs> they give an Here interview where they're like, well, our thinking has changed on it. You know, we're not as opposed to it as we once we were. We've evolved yeah, as uh, a company. We, Oh so, yeah, we saw how other people bought up those other remasters and said, "Hey, what if yeah. we do that too?" Yeah, I <laughs> well, know. This, EA this won't do the... it unless they can put microtransactions in it. This, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read so far into this that it's totally not even fair. But Let's do it, game uh, on. Yeah, right. <laughs> this opens the door if if the, if the policy is is uh, now changed at EA. That means when after Anthem, when uh, Bioware starts spinning up whatever the Mass Effect reboot or sequel or whatever the new Mass Effect game will inevitably be in five years from now, uh, meaning when they start making it in five years from now, remaster of the original trilogy on on Xbox. I take that on Xbox Y. Two. Yeah, <laughs> Xbox Y. Then yeah. I'll probably be on my like fifth replay or something. So probably, that'd be yeah. Good. I've already You're, got you got a long way to go got to, to catch Destin. <laughs> Although I'll bet you've yeah. played as, uh, as, as a female shepherd way more as, than he has. I've played as both shepherds, so <laughs> I have a very different perspective. Equal opportunity it. shepherd. Yes. <laughs> you got to hear all the voice lines. I want both. Yeah. Some people I've say that Jennifer Hale's voice acting is better. I also only played as male shep, I think, but I didn't play it 30 times. Yes, she has. It's consistently better. Um, we have this cosplay show at IGN where uh, it's called, what's it called? Um Hero Makeover, yes, yes. Uh, which is actually very cool and heartfelt. It's, it's an uh, awesome show. Yeah, it's basically about um, people who, like one of them was a father and son who mm-hmm. kind of had an odd relationship. There was a girl who was in a wheelchair and they turned them into cosplayers. And that's actually, um, the VO is done by Jennifer Hale, which is really, really cool. Yeah, kind of freaked out a little bit when... She, well, it sucked that. because I, <laughs> I also... Like did the voice lines for that, and it was like an audition. They recast and my, you. My competitor was Jennifer Hale, and well? I was like, you know what? It's good. No, I'm good. Just so good. Copy or something instead. At all. Yeah. But it, it's so good, and she does a really good job. And that's you should definitely check out that show if you haven't mm-hmm. seen it. It's yeah, beautiful. she's a pro. Yeah. Obviously. Yes. Quite literally. Yes. Yeah. 
It's only Shepard, you know. Yeah. Uh, you were did, like, do, uh, do we know who did Male Shep? I always forget I his name. The actor's yeah. name. Yeah, like yeah, he he was very rocky to start with in Mass Effect One, but as the Mass Effects go on, you can see him really own the character of Shepard, and yeah. definitely feels more natural. Yeah. So. Hmm. You were like uh, Chris Pratt in the Super Bowl Miller Lite commercial, where you thought you like you thought this commercial was yours, and then you show up and you're just like really in didn't giant have it. line of you're doing like Cape <laughs> like Fear, you're doing Cape Fear workouts in front of a mirror while you're reading your VO. Yeah, yeah, it didn't oh work out well for me. But right. uh, yeah, I mean, I'm okay with what. Will other other EA games that you guys would like to see be announced? I'm okay with remasters. That's my stance. It's like I'm cool with it. Again, I you know with me, it always goes back to like if it's old enough. Then yeah. Like there, yeah. There's exactly. a there's a there's a reverse statute of limitations. It's like a a, a minimal a statute of minimalist whatever that would be. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I totally agree. I'd really like them to see to a remaster for Mass Effect. Like just the original, just because like that game does not handle super well anymore. Well, like, yeah, like pump it up to 4K, take out the load times. Yeah, uh, yeah. The load times are pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. Polish yeah, up the polish the combat a little bit yeah. more. Like make it a little bit more modern. Like it doesn't have the to completely weird change well. it. Yeah, With like, the PC UI yeah, like keep maybe. keep uh, what makes it Mass Effect, but also you know modernized a little bit. Like yeah. that yeah. that would be really nice. Yeah, just, totally so I can keep replaying it because that'd be great. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> I know I have new games to play, but you know, doing that. Yeah, I mean, they got a really deep catalog of like quiet ones. I mean, there was a shooter called Black that came out. Yeah, that, another Criterion game. A actually. Criterion game that I think would be really cool to play again. I remember See, playing that I game. Think and you're just, very wrong. Like, I don't think you would enjoy I, that. I might be playing it with like rose-colored memories right now. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm a big fan of strategy games too, and it's mm-hmm. next to impossible to find a strategy game that works well on a console. But they had a series called Battle for Middle Earth that was really, really good. Those are um, really good. That would be an awesome one. Plus, you get to play as like you know famous characters from the Lord of the Rings series, and I'm a big fan of that series. So that would be awesome as well. And there's a bunch of like cool stuff. I mean, guilty pleasure like Dante's Inferno. Like that was. Oh, was, I, still, <laughs> I still haven't played that game. It, okay, so it it's, I've been it's, wanting to play it forever. It gets a bad rap. Um, it's, and we it's just not, heard Ryan. Gross. I know. So. Audibly, you're right? on the show. It's been like what's two funny weeks is we're taking it. We're taking a trip for the next two days, and I'm not going to hear about anything but this. But um, uh, the level design in that game is amazing. The way that they they like create the levels to make it look thematically appropriate to like what you're Which going circle? through. With the circles yeah. of hell, yeah. Like greed. There's like liquid or molten gold coming out of the the, the walls, and everything is just super. I'm just waiting gaudy. for that one to be backwards compatible. Like not that it had ever happened, but yeah, yeah I. I that was one of a few 360 games that I bought yeah. to the U.S. with me because I still haven't played it. Right. And it's still in the plastic, I mean, I still I'm, want to play don't it. Don't let me oversell it. It's not a great I've game. I've been wanting to play it forever. Uh, it seems like the kind of game that I would like. Stylistically love. and artistically, I think it's pretty cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up this week, Remedy, makers of Alan Wake. Sorry, Alana. Quantum Break. <laughs> and Quantum Break. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, they... Uh, sort of, they release their financials. They're a private company, but uh, they, or maybe they're not, because they had, they did disclose some some financials for 2017, and some you know news sites, including IGN, picked up on it. And there's a couple of little nuggets in there, and that is so we knew their next. They're doing the single player for a game called Crossfire Two. Mm-hmm. That's in the works, but then their next wholly original project still doesn't have an official, or at least a public name. It's just got the code name P7, which stands for Project Seven. Mm-hmm. And it is now, they say that is due out next year. So we're going to look for that in 2019. All we know about it is the previous description they gave, which is, quote, a cinematic third-person action game set in a new Remedy-created universe. P7 will create game mechanics and storytelling techniques that will offer gamers longer-lasting 
game experiences. Mm-hmm. I feel like that quote could apply to Quantum Break. So yeah, it's so like, that was what I was just well, minus too. the longer lasting part, because Remedy's games to date yeah. have always been very uh, not replayable. And I, don't, and I don't say that in a yeah. in a mean way, but no, I wouldn't go back to Quantum Break. Yeah. Or like you know, so I actually replayed that game a bit for the achievements. Uh, mm. because it was just like a lot of collectible based stuff and it did do a good job of in the Assassin's Creed kind of way telling you like how many things you would found in a certain area. Yeah. But I think you're right story wise not exactly replayable. So I wonder what that what that means for I mean, 7. What what is what are they going to be doing that's going to create sort of a longer tale that's inevitably going to involve yeah. microtransactions and <laughs> you know I mean when, when you said uh, ga- we'll create game mechanics and storytelling techniques that offer gamers longer well, lasting game experience I think Quantum Break with like a choose your own adventure spin right it's like when you say that there are storytelling techniques at play to make a longer lasting experience that means you're going to have multiple endings like, to me like Quantum Telltale <laughs> yeah. <Tell-tale> break. <laughs> more yes. options Telltale Break yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah it is also in a new Remedy created universe so it won't be called Quantum Break yeah, yeah uh, for sure. and yeah. I mean to play devil's Sadly. advocate though, like is Quantum Break a new universe, a new Remedy created universe? It's their most it was recent new. one. It was new. No, I mean, it was, but yeah, now I think it's time right. for this a new, totally new, new. I totally agree with you. I think <laughs> yeah. it's a new, new. It's that new, new universe. <laughs> Kids love that new, new. The new, new. The other yeah. thing buried in this was that late this year they're going to start spinning up another new yeah. project. Yeah. So this, Alana, I think is where we finally get to. St- we can start. S- if we start spinning up the Alan Wake 2 hype train now, maybe we can build up enough momentum where <laughs> it's impossible it. to stop. They've clearly already done pre-production. Like we can't <laughs> yeah. make them do it. Yes, we can. I would be okay look with at, Alan Wake. Look at so, Mass Effect 3. <laughs> Gamers made them change that ending. So we can do anything. Let me ask three colors explosion. <laughs> let me ask you this. Do you want a new Alan Wake experience like picks up 15 years later or whatever? Or do you want it to... Don't be, ask her to, she to, hates Alan to continue Whoa, really? off of American Nightmare? <laughs> yes, she hates I never, Alan Wake. I never had to play it because I But I mostly scared. hate Alan Wake oh, because yeah, of how much other people love Alan Wake in face of its medium. Ah, uh, <laughs> contrarianism. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. It's like I hate it more just because everyone else loves it. But yeah, I was It annoyed me. I finished it twice though. So okay. Wow, so you, so you, you very, hate played it. Yes. Well, that's good. Like, you gave it a double take, like a good perspective to see, like, what you didn't like about it. And the like, stuff you're that very I like about it. I think affirm it's, you do not like it. Yeah, the, it's okay. the stuff that I dislike about it, I dislike a lot. Okay. Like, I found it very grating. That's like, uh, the, the reasons on, I've totally spoken about this before. You just hate flashlights. I actually did like the combat. I thought the combat was cool. Is that it, uh, the, Alan as a character annoys the crap out of me because mm. he just, you're supposed to be, like, going to find his wife, but all he does is complain about how much he hates his wife. So I'm like not convinced that he has the motivation. He's like, my dumb wife, I gotta go find her. Oh, she's so <laughs> That's annoying. That's not a line of dialogue uh, from the and game. And he just, he's so whingy all the time. But he's doing it anyway. He's the same author. way you play American. But he doesn't American- want to. <laughs> I think That's the thing is that he's just such a cliche, sad author, drunken but it's, alcoholic. it's so tongue in cheek though. Like the whole, t- like that's the, it's that's not. what makes it it's fun. Not. So when this came out, I remember my friends telling me it was scary. And so it is scary. So they're like, you shouldn't play it, Marina. spooky here and there. I'm very bad about well, spooky games. I think it's stressful, the, the way the combat works. You know, mm-hmm. you have to shine the light and then you attack them. And right. I think that, like, when there's a lot of them approaching you, it can get really scary. But there's yeah. a lot of, like, psychological horror stuff that it does really, really well. Okay, so, like, that's the thing I'd have a hard time handling. Because, like, that's the scary. biggest reason I've kind of avoided playing it, even though I know a lot of people love it. I won't, yeah. Does that not, mean not you haven't played Deadly Premonition? Uh, I started that. I've started. This game of me. Working on it. It's Twin Peaks. Wow. It's Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks the game. And then Twin I was just like, this yeah. isn't Twin Peaks. Yeah. It's so Twin Peaks. But <laughs> it is I've Twin never Peaks, seen but Twin I was, Peaks, so I can't. Whoa. Then it ruined it for you because I had just watched Twin Peaks and it ruined it for me. Really? I was like, this is like Twin Peaks, but not. 
but not as good. It's not. That's not. It's the Dale best Cooper. game ever. <laughs> Love it. You're trying I, too hard. I didn't find Alan Wake scary. I found it like anxiety inducing. I think yeah. So, so I, I have a problem like, with that stressful. kind of tense. Yeah. So maybe. So I didn't find it scary in the way PT is scary, right? Okay. Oh, that's yeah. actually. So scary. if they announce an Alan Wake two, mm-hmm. I will play Alan Wake. I will. I will force myself through. Alan Wake. I, I didn't have American Daydream. Play it with you together. Yeah. There has. There has to be this project that they're going to start at the end of the year has to be Alan Wake two for the sole reason of it's. They already told us it's not a lake, it's an ocean. Well, does that mean there's always my house? Alan Ocean. Uh, does that mean that it will. Alan Lake. Would it be an Xbox <laughs> exclusive or not? I doubt, no way. But like, because they, my, need, they need to make money, and so but, they, need, but, they need like as many platforms as possible. But business wise, that is possible that, you know, they're an independent studio, but Microsoft could have gone to them and been like, hey, we want exclusivity on Alan Wake, let's pay for that. That is possible, right? It's very possible. Sure. They Absolutely. could have done that. Yeah, I think that Microsoft would try to do that at this stage. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it would be smart for them to do that. I mean, I I I don't care as long as there's an Alan Wake too. I, I would actually <laughs> want it to be on as many like let as many people play it as yeah. possible. Yeah, I feel that way about pretty much everything. Yeah, I mean yeah. for sure. It was uh the rumors that Spyro is being remastered, the first three Spyro games. Right, and it'll be a time exclusive for PlayStation. Yeah. Right, so it'll be coming to Xbox. But I was blown away by the amount of comments of people being like, "Keep it on PlayStation." Like, why wouldn't you want other people to enjoy the thing you have? I yeah. don't understand. Just everyone can have it, and it's great for everyone. It's so yeah. odd. That also, part of that rumor was that um, the Crash uh, remaster or remake will also be coming on Xbox. So we'll see if that pans out. That'd be fun. The Spyro has been on Xbox quite a few times. but yeah. I refuse to play Crash Bandicoot unless it's within Uncharted 4. <laughs> The only I actually like that. that was a really that was really fun though. <laughs> that was a great moment. Yeah, that's probably my favorite. So, thing what do you think game. would happen in Alan Wake Two? I don't remember what happens at the end of the first game. Well, I don't want probably. Yeah, I'm not going to ruin it for I'll just, I'll just, a two is possible. Um, I remember. I remember the, the I mean, bomb. I remember all the advertising for all those batteries everywhere. Yeah, Duracell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember. I remember <laughs> hearing about those weird advertisements and seeing yeah. some stuff from Alan Wake in Quantum Break. Yeah. It's and actually kind of cool. That's from Alan Wake, and I was like, oh. But I mean, we know there was the American Nightmare. Uh, sort of standalone expansion mm-hmm. thing, yeah, yeah. which so there's there's plenty of left in the Alan Wake universe if uh, if Remedy decides to to go for it to go back, yeah, yeah. please. <laughs> All right, and finally this week I'll keep this brief because yeah. I, I don't want everyone else to fall asleep. But <laughs> no, 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 no. So I watched a little bit of gameplay of it and it looks interesting. So yeah, please, th- please pronounce this for us. I will. This so the it's spelled Y S capital Y Y's uh, lowercase. The S. game it's called East and it, it is pronounced oh. East. Yeah. Uh, don't ask me why. That's just how it is. <laughs> why, I, Ryan? I, right before the show, I was like, I've never heard of Y's. And you're like, oh. That's what I wrote. I, I remember uh, there was an announcement for the series recently. Not, yeah. not this one, but I think around E3 or something. And everyone was talking about it. And people kept saying Y's. And I heard some people in the office just groaning. and like, please yeah, stop can, calling it like that. And I was like, hear the teeth grinding. Oh. <laughs> okay, is this gameplay here? I- uh, this is the trailer that was released. So... The news is e, uh, East Origin is being is coming out on Xbox One this spring. Which uh, so East Origin is a remake of East One and Two, which is obviously the the games that started it all. Uh, East East is a as an action RPG series. It it was it was an action RPG before they were called action RPGs when they were just it was a, just a JRPG that happened yeah. to have real time combat. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but it's the the cool thing the, the thing I always loved about East and and it does I think hold up very well even in the new like they're up to East eight now I think really um, they never mm-hmm. come out on Xbox this is the first time it's the whole series is touching Xbox but uh, it is 
it's it's basically it's very it it's a cute. very deep game. There, the combat's super fun. Uh, it's one of those sort of classic games where you can just build yourself up if you want to put in the time and just power level your character. And yeah. like I like the look and, of this a lot. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. super fun. Yeah, the the cutscenes are great. Uh, and the the probably the one thing as far as presentation goes that East has always been known for, whether it's you know this is obviously Origin is a remake of the original. Right. I played it on uh, the TurboGrafx 16 CD. It was like a hallmark signature game. These are the updated for that. visuals. Uh, this yeah. looks like something I will but, uh, love. The music, the entire East series has has had just tremendous, like incredible music. People just adore the soundtracks for yeah. these games. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, if you know, I actually don't know. I'm hoping, I can't imagine it's going to be a $60 game. I don't actually know. Um but yeah, it's you know if you kind of it's this is something different than yeah. really anything. It's just so on nice Xbox. to see more JRPGs on Xbox. Yes, like honestly, as someone who loves them a lot, I mean, just getting more of them on Xbox makes me happy because I just want to use my Xbox controller to play these very long games. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. And I I, I want to be careful that like I I cringe not cringe but I worry a little bit when you when you call it a JRPG sure. not not because. There's anything wrong with JRPGs, but There's, because like I guess we sh- we should probably call it be like a JARPG, like a Japanese <laughs> action RPG, where it's definitely a Japanese developed game. It's Nihon Falcom is the longtime developer who's still making it. But yeah, it's very much like is, fast is that just paced. because it's not turn based I mean, that you say that? Yes. Right. I mean, like, there's not a, yeah, I, I get that. Like people think when you say JRPG, turn based yeah. combat and stuff. Yeah. But that's there's, not always true anymore. Like, really, it's not. That's true. So. Yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah. 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 Conversations about Genres for games can get it's, really interesting. Yeah, <laughs> real messy. There's a lot of really good resources online that sort of denote what the difference between a like a Western RPG and a JRPG is, and it's so convoluted. Well, the thing is it's now, so muddy. many games yeah. have RPG elements that it's just like action adventure with RPG elements. Right. <laughs> and, and even I, yeah, I would I would definitely say too. The I mean, East is and this specifically is is a remake of a game from 20 gosh five years ago at this point. But even yeah, modern day like. Even the lines between "quote unquote" Western RPGs and, and JRPGs have have blurred a lot. Yeah, it, yeah. they fair borrow to say. a lot from each other. And yeah, they should. Yeah, absolutely. All right, it's so there's cool. that. Mm-hmm. Just something to put on your radar. It comes with a Ryan seal of approval mm-hmm. for what little that means. Uh, and let's uh, let's move on with marketplace report. What can we spend our money on? Oh, it's out this week, Alana. Uh, Metal Gear Survive is out. Um, that is Xbox One X Enhanced. Uh, Max and I streamed that yesterday. I think the gameplay will still be up on uh, IGN. You can find it on YouTube really easily. But Chloe's reviewing it now. She yeah. is. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was supposed to be Lucy, but then they couldn't get the code to work, so Chloe's mm-hmm. reviewing it right now. We have a review in progress. It's already up, so you can oh, check that out. And she's not, not a fan. Well, the thing so is, far. having played through the start of the game, unfortunately, three times... <laughs> Um, so it starts sorry. with so many cutscenes, yeah. just so many that it's like a flood. The first hour, I think, is cutscenes. Sounds very like a Metal Gear game. I mean, that's kind Basically, of part of the course, yeah. Yeah, um, which is good. And then Snake is in a bit, so that's nice. You see him briefly, but the start of the game is just so you, you just you're pretty much set up to die uh, as soon as you can get inside of like this mist that's in the surrounding areas. There are just such limited resources that you're just walking around watching your health and your thirst tick down because you can't find any resources. So the oh. start of it is you just have to eat brutal. So they're, they're yeah. really driving oh. home the survive aspect of it's it. A survival, it's on. absolutely yeah. a survival game, but I think at the start it's just frustrating. Um, interested to see what Chloe thinks, though, because I am planning to play more of this because I'm 
I want to, knowing the controversy of this game, I want to have a, an opinion on it. Like, I want to know what it really is and, like, be able to look back on it as part of the Metal Gear franchise and all that stuff. But, man, the start just, whew. Yeah, from what I've heard from Chloe is that a biggest problem with it is that this game doesn't understand what Metal Gear is or, like, yeah. how to be a Metal Gear game. Absolutely. Or how to just, like, fit in that. So there so. are these two really annoying robots that talk to you through mm-hmm. everything. They're, like, in this tube and they speak really, really slowly and they have no personality. And it's like, why wouldn't you give me a character for that? It's Metal Gear. Yeah. Just give me a cool character. Because it's cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> just, well, but no, but they are voice acted. Yeah, really? So it's like, it could be just someone of your comms. So they, mm. it's not like actual Microsoft Sam. Like. I mean, hearing you guys talk about it makes me... Fisher, this is Lambert. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, buddy. It reminds me of like what I first thought when I heard this game. is like, well, okay, so they had an idea for a game and then they put it in Metal Gear. Like, yeah. Metal um, Gear is the delivery system for their survival experience that they wanted to make. Yeah, and I, I had heard that this was Kojima's idea at the start. It's But I, like we, we can't verify Without that. Kojima, so he yeah. can't comment on yeah, it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's doesn't have almost any references to Metal Gear if you're going for Metal Gear. Yeah, that's what it's like. The Metal Gear characters are in the very beginning and then that's it. Or like the ones that you're familiar with. I Mm. I don't even know if it has Metal Gears in it. Like I hope that it does, but I have no idea. But uh, people were talking about like being annoyed (laughs) about it being a spinoff and technically Revengeance was a spinoff, but I love Revengeance because it had Metal Gears and it was a Metal Gear game, even though it played totally differently. What a dumb name. (laughs) Metal Gear Rising Revengeance? Revengeance. Yeah. Wait, it's revenge it or is it vengeance? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm vengeance. sure there's, there's going to be a lot of impressions of everyone online talking about it right now. Uh, the most common question we got in the stream, because obviously they've done a really bad job of marketing it, yeah. is that yes, you have to play online only, but it is not an MMO. It has a 20 hour single player campaign. Cool. So it is not. But well, you have to be connected to play it. You do. Yes. But it is not an MMO. People are like, well, I don't understand. This is an open world MMO. The other people, no. The multiplayer, you kind of like have to join after a certain point and you can go in and the multiplayer seems fun, but. No, it's not an MMO, and seems like it has a really long campaign. I have no idea how story-heavy it is, aside from the hour of cutscenes and stuff. But. I mean, did you guys have any fun when you were playing it? Like, was, were there redeeming qualities that you are like, oh, you know what, I could, I could... I think Max, like, as he's also a huge Metal Gear fan, took away the same thing that I did, where it's like, uh, I'm very annoyed by a lot of things that are happening right now, but I can see myself getting hooked to this, and I can see though I don't think it's most people, that there will be a hardcore audience who gets very, very into this game. Yeah. Um, and I mm-hmm. think it's mostly people who like survival games, but weirdly enough, I want to say it's people who haven't played other survival games. I kind of <laughs> so like, just want to play it because I don't know a lot about Metal Gear. Like, I know bits and pieces. Yeah. I kind of just want to see how it goes. Yeah. Like, being removed from that franchise and just kind of going in. Yeah, you definitely could. Yeah, so I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, I've, I've flirted with the series off and on for a decade. Um, never really, like, I've skipped four entirely and played a little bit of five. Four is my least favorite. But I see this and I'm like, oh, you know what? That gameplay looks interesting, but why wouldn't I just go back and finish five at that point? You know? <laughs> yeah, like, right. that's part it. of it. It's like it has some of the remnants of five, but doesn't do them as well. Yeah. It's just a different kind of game. It's like, I think people who haven't played survival games will probably really like this. But the problem is I don't think it does anything better than other survival games that already exist. Okay. So it's, I, I'm interested to see how it's That's sells. a tough market too. It's like, yeah. there's, there's a lot of great survival games out there. Yeah, so. it really is. It's, isn't it not 60 bucks? It's 40 bucks. Yeah, yeah. okay. Which so I think is a good call. Yeah. Yeah, especially for a long game. Um, we also have the station where you are sent to a remote state, space station to discover what has happened to a crew who was tasked with investigating the discovery of alien life. I continue to Event absolutely Horizon. love those kind of games. Sick of those movies, though. Tacoma. Event Horizon. Tacoma. Yeah. Amazing movie. Very different. It is a good movie. <laughs> but I'm sick of space stuff at this point. It's true. Yeah. <gasps> well, spaced out. 
Uh, I don't know if I'm spaced out, but like the drama, the drama aboard a very tightly cramped space uh, well, with, station, uh, uh, Cloverfield, Cloverfield Paradox, Paradox. It just came out. It's and hard then, to make those interesting because they've been done so much. Yeah. It's like you have to have a unique angle, and they all just try to be alien, but don't do it quite as well. It's like, yeah, there's something on the ship. Never mind, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, there no, is. Still <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, gravity was great, right? Because gravity was, was really. It, good, it was like her and against her environment, but when you add like 2001 is still incredible. Yeah, that's true. When you add like the alien to it, and it's like if it's not if it's not doing what Alien did great, then I feel like you got to raise your bar. <laughs> alien or the other crew members? This yes. is another Netflix original coming out that's supposed to be the same thing. <laughs> it's just more space stuff, which I love. It's in my Twitter description. Is just the word space. What if you just play Mass Effect again? point thank you uh <laughs> tiles is also out february 20th that's a fast-paced action puzzle rad rogers world one that's mm. a platformer um i don't know how to describe that all right xenon valkyrie which i believe in america xenon. Valkyrie. yes uh, xenon is that right that's february 21st Girl, the 21st i mean like century? the 360 xbox 360 xenon Z- yeah <laughs> uh like the disney show <laughs> That one is you explore the deep recesses of the moon. Ooh. Oh, there's a lot actually this week. Uh, Defender's Quest Valley of the Forgotten DX is also February 21st. Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet February 23rd. Miranda, do you like Sword Art Online? We played it. Uh, recently. Played it? We played have, it recently. There was a big robot. And it was cool. I have some feelings about Sword Art Online. Mm-hmm. It's for another day. It's a Yay long, anime. complicated <laughs> talk. Next Yay, anime. Is, welcome, everyone. I've given the rest. Right, of let's let's yeah. talk about Sword Art Online now. No. <laughs> That's there's, yeah. Uh, Past Cure, February 23rd. Fumiko, February 23rd. Abo Kashim, February 23rd. Symmetry, February 23rd. And Fable Fortune 1.0, February 23rd, which is it's the- out of early access. Yeah, it's a collectible card game. Based on your Fable. That's your that's your jam. That is? Yeah, and I actually did, I did play game. it when it was in early the, access, and I liked it. So. Yeah, the X Lionhead people that actually got the- Microsoft's permission to go ahead and make this as a with the Fable IP. The Fable yeah. IP. The no, it's really cool and yeah, it, it's very impressive. Uh, Marketplace, February Games with Gold, Shadow Warrior, February 1 to 28, Xbox One. Much better than That's people a good game. Yep. Uh, Assassin's Creed Chronicles India, February 16 to March 15, Xbox One. Less good game. Split Second, February That's 1st. Over. That's over. And yep. Crazy Taxi, February 16 to 28, Xbox One and Xbox One. Which I just downloaded last night because yeah, I have yeah, very yeah, fond yeah, Dreamcast yeah. memories of that game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just with the, uh, March yeah, Games awesome. with yeah. Gold. Yeah. For March, we have Trials of the Blood Dragon, March 1st to 31st on Xbox One. Bizarre. Weird, but cool. It's yeah, Trials HD it's by Trials. Re- yeah. Trials HD by Red Links was amazing, and then they added Blood Dragon to it. So That's the one that has Welcome to Yeah. Yeah. Really I don't. Me. I don't know. I, if, think I don't know if you're right, but I'm going to support it. It does. <laughs> so I. For me, the series peaked with uh, Evolution, right? which is the second. Yeah. One. That's. I, oh. I think the second one was the best. Oh, I man. like all of them a lot. HD, I mean, they're all good. I really enjoyed HD. It, the yeah, thing me for me, the the difference for me, honestly, is HD goes like the 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 difficulty curve on it is like this, oh, no. whereas it's a bit more gradual yeah. in Evolution, which I l- enjoyed. Like yeah. the first two or three stages you're like, man, I'm real good at this game. Like, and then, oh, and no, then they, I'm not. They need you to land like a, a three inch <laughs> portion of your tire on a pole. The thing that always gets me with trials, like trying to do the expert ones, is when you like you're on a flat surface and then there's just a box that's just straight up. Yeah. Like how am I supposed to like, get up there? Yeah, like bunny, bunny hop. Yeah, and then but use it's your, so hard. Yeah. I I really like those games though. They're a lot of fun. And Trials of the Blood Dragon still feels like Trials. It has some really fun 
games that aren't the regular tracks. Mm-hmm. Like there's one where you have to like uh, fling yourself off your bike and break as many of your own bones I as love you those. can. Those those mini yeah. games are the best. Yeah. Where you you bail out and just destroy yourself. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's the most of those in Blood Dragon. So yeah, and I think fun. in Evolution there was one where you, you like would fling yourself down like into a cave over the handlebars and the uh, the goal was to break as many yeah, bones right. in your body yeah. as possible. It's just like this is I just that one was fun. Real. You could also you could keep moving when you landed. Yes. Yeah. So you just like flail around. Yeah. Ragdolling <laughs> is yeah. the best. Oh, yeah. Fun this memory. Is so yeah. awesome to morbid. <laughs> yeah. It's like a fish out of water. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like you'll stop breaking bones, but if you're close to a ledge and you can get to it. You just kind of like, so, come on. Yeah. Uh, I love the attitude of that game. Like the yeah. hidden squirrels and everything. Yeah. It's just so much fun. Yeah. Piano lands on you when you finish. It's, it's so silly. Or you explode or whatever. Yeah, yeah. those games are great. Um, super Hot, which is also super a very... Hot. Super Hot. Uh, that's March 16th to April 15th. Xbox yes, one. the VR version's better, but this is awesome. Play it. I actually reviewed it, and I think that's one that I gave too low of a score. I gave it a 7.5. and. Peter. Well, it's a good score. I love, I love the game. The reason, and the VR version is way better, but the, the reason for that is um, it doesn't iterate on its purpose much. Yeah. You're doing the same thing I the whole game. That. And that was the thing that I was like, it. you know, once you've done one, mm-hmm. they get a little harder, but you never like, there's more no complex. new mechanics. Or, things, right? yeah. It's about three hours long, I think, if memory serves. Yeah. Somewhere right around there. It's like a good afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely it is, worth it playing. It is absolutely worth playing. Definitely download it if you haven't played it. It's a lot of fun. But man, the VR version is so cool. Like if you can try that, you, they're almost two separate games. So it's very fun. Uh, Brave, also a good game. March 1st to 15 on Xbox One and Xbox 360. And Quantum Conundrum, March 16 to 31, Xbox One and Xbox 360. I never ended up finishing it. I didn't play it. I heard it's good too though, Yeah, it's right? Kim Swift. This is a, this is her, a, a her good lineup. follow up. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I just did not end up Going all the way through it, yeah. but Jeez. it's it's very portally. I mean, it's 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 like a portal sequel. That's it's just supposed not called, to be right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think it was marketed. It's that just way. not called Portal. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. She's up at Motive now, isn't she? Yes. Yeah. With, yeah. With up yeah. with uh, uh, Jade Rain and, and, and that team. Oh, yeah. you guys aren't talking about Mitchie D. No. With Mitchie D as well. Okay, Mitch Star. also. He's also there. Friend of the He's show. There. <laughs> Someone uh, there was a tweet uh, recently about how Overwatch is hiring uh, games writers. And it, it, some people are assuming that means there's an Overwatch 2 coming. And obviously we've said for a really long time that there's only there's never going to be an Overwatch 2. And, and someone tweeted me and was like, yeah, whoever said that, uh, I guess you're getting a job at Blizzard now because that's how it worked for Mitch. He said there would never be a Battlefront 2 and then he wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, well, Aww. one of us is writing Overwatch, I that's, guess. I don't think they really invest in Overwatch 2 anytime I don't, soon. I think that there's it would so be much- more likely that they would, I don't even know if this is possible, but add they could add a single player to the existing game. They totally could. Just a big, big yeah. downward. Yeah. Or that they just work in cutscenes. I mean, Overwatch is 100% a, a distribution a platform. platform. I can see them point. trying yeah. to want to build out their lore more. Like, I mean, obviously they have it through their cinematic pieces. Yeah. Go out. But, and yeah. the comics and the right. shorts. Yeah. It's like, like most maybe, of the lore happens outside. Yeah, exactly. yeah, streamline that a little bit more into the game I think somehow. that's the idea. Love and that would make would a lot of that. sense. Yeah. Even I mean, if it's like a like a fighting game where you just play a match against did you see bots that? and then what? Somebody actually took Overwatch. It's a really cool video. Find it online if you can. It's not IGN. It's 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 somebody else did this on their own. They took Overwatch and turned it into a fighting game just by having like a stationary camera in the game and had two characters like using oh, their special fine. abilities cool. and punching each other. <laughs> yeah. It looks amazing. That's like cool. the, the level of polish <laughs> and work that went into this, I'm blown away. That is by cool. It. Yeah. No, but I mean like have rounds that exist like normal, but then have cutscenes in between and it 
makes you play as a certain hero. Like yeah. that could totally walk this. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I, love I that. mean, the single player games in Battlefield have always been well before like they started the the you know excuse me Push like the mic. Yeah, I know. I'm so angry, <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, that we're always just like multiplayer games with bots, right? Where yeah. you move through. So it could be something like that. Yeah, sort it's of. Definitely a, could be cool. It's kind of like exciting. Skirmish style mode. Yeah. All right, let's I'm do a little unlock block trivia here. Alana out to a bit of a head start mm-hmm. in 2018. Four points. Miranda with two. Yes. <laughs> Big donut on the board. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to be last. Bat zero. <clears throat> Please stay in last so I don't go in last. I, <laughs> That's all I ask. Fair, I've been on one other episode thus far, and uh, we didn't play Unlock uh, last week. So. Oh, you didn't do we did not. last week? We, didn't, we ran out of time. We, we, we craigged it up last week. Yeah. It was all Craig all day. I'm so sad I wasn't here. So I hope I picked the right one because I, I I think I'm legitimately having an allergic reaction right now. Like I'm very dizzy. Your face right, well, has been red this entire show. I'm very dizzy and red and I'm getting like the little uh, black, you know. That's bad, dude. Yeah. See a doctor. Have so, you had so water really, recently? Should we call yeah. 911? What if uh, you leave? <laughs> what? Leave. Go. No, no, no. I'm fine. Let's finish up. The trivia, Miranda. Okay. I'm, gonna go drink I'm a bunch glad of water. Miranda's in, uh, taking on the role of Destiny. Maybe. Like taking this really oh, seriously. Oh, yeah. She's like, yeah, what leave? if you get out? <laughs> what no, that was for, I was concerned about his health. I thought, yeah, you, no, you, I thought yeah. you were like, what if you die? But you were just too polite to say die. <laughs> so you're like, what if you leave? Uh, no, just permanently yeah. stay in last place, please, forever. Thank you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so let it be me. So here we go. David Williams asked, we were talking about Remedy earlier in the show. Remedy has had a connection to a band. Since they did uh, this band did uh, the outro to Max Payne Two, they've done plenty of songs that have contrib- been in their games. So th- this band has had music in Remedy's games. Uh, they are the real band behind the in-game fictional band called the Old Gods of Asgard. That's in Alan Wake, yep. uh, Alana's favorite game. <laughs> and sadly, as David notes, they only had a passing mention in Quantum Break. But what was the name of this band? The, who is uh, who has shown up in a bunch of Remedy games. Right. Is it Days of the New, Poets of the Fall, Queens of the Stone Age, or Shepherds of the Ancients? I've got an answer. Okay. So I'm going to go last because I actually know this one. Oh, man. 100%. Okay. Well, I knew this I, one as well. I'm a big yeah. big Remedy fan. I, yeah. do, I do not know I this do, one. I know this because I actually Google searched the old gods of Asgard when I was playing... Uh, Cheater. So. <laughs> no, just kidding. If it was when you were playing, it's fine. All right, what yeah, do you back say, in the yeah. Um, I'm going with D, Shepherds of the Ancients, because of Dota. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's it. I that would it. be Sota. The sequel, yes, yeah, Sota. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Queens of the Stone Age because they're the only one in this list that I've heard of. It's so. Same, okay. but Dota. That's it. What do you say, Brandon? Well, because I wanted to learn who the old gods of Asgard was, I Googled them many years ago and found out that it is B, Poets of the Fall. That is correct. That's a, yes. Mm. Uh, I actually still, uh, their, their song in Max Payne 2 yeah. called uh, Late Goodbye it was. I loved it so much. I went and found it, and like I still, it's in my music library. Is it really? It's oh, cool. awesome. I, well, that's nice. how I found Breaking up. Benjamin is through Halo. Through Halo, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I found you, so <laughs> many bands. Oh, I just remember the two weeks ago that trivia. Yeah. Yeah, if you yeah. look up on YouTube, uh, Poets of the Fall, Late Goodbye, and if you, I'm sure if you throw in Max Payne, it'll pull it right up. But I think awesome song. So yeah, they are. I think they might be like a local band. I think they might be. Mm. I actually from, don't know where they're from. Yeah. Uh, I've heard not, of them. Not one hundred percent, though. But what does but, "Poets of the Fall" mean? I don't know. That's just their band. They name. only do poetry. Days of the New was a cool nineties band. Nineties yeah. slash like early two thousands. Yeah, I literally Days of New, obviously yeah. Queens so, of the Stone Age. Everyone knows them. Everyone knows successful. Yeah. And then Shepherds of the Ancients is not real. It's a no. Soda. I was like, oh, I gotta look them up. Maybe they write about yeah, Dota. Like, really. absolutely do not. But Dota. Right, um, I'm gonna make sure I 
in my uh, Dota visual novel, there's right. gonna be a band called Shepherds of the Ancients. So we're we're gonna put a crooked we're putting a crooked number up for Brandon here. All right. On the board. Yeah, I'll take I'll take one. Uh, if you want to try and stump the panel, please send your Xbox trivia question to us uh, to me. I'm the only one who who will see it, so they can't cheat. It's unlocked at ign.com. Please include four multiple choice answers and note the correct one in your email, and we'll play again next week and all year long. Mm-hmm. All right. We've been here. I think we've about worn out our welcome, wouldn't you guys say? We've talked a lot about I don't that... want Brandon to die, so oh, I'm <laughs> I like that you're like, just to clarify. You're like, Brandon's don't worn want out his die. welcome in life. It's time for him to go. <laughs> oh my God, my body's trying to tell me to just quit. So I'm just, I'm just uh, establishing this so no one thinks it's me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if he dies, She's giving not... herself an alibi. I really no, care, you know? I, uh, I just want to make sure you're safe. <laughs> I'm, I'm Allergies are I, serious. I appreciate the concern. I don't actually, I've never had an allergic reaction to anything. I don't have allergies, so I don't, I don't know what it is. Well, okay, aren't you sides. lucky? Yeah, I know. Yeah, anyway. you know, we, yeah. we feel those. Oh, the three of us have really bad allergies, actually. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. Really? The allergy club over here. I've, the last, um, Actually, basically, it's just like this year has been. Oh, yeah. Miranda like and I were messed t- up. It's this time of year. The the winter, oddly, is like yeah. horrible for me. My, really I've been bad. waking up and my face just hurts. Yeah. So, anyway, I hope you enjoy hearing about Allergy our ailments. Costs. I'm all gross and congested. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's terrible, like, dude. can oh barely God. smell anything. <laughs> yep. Like, the, everything's all just just not. Sinus not is really. all hurt. Yeah. yeah. Sneeze a lot. Yeah. Real bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. People <laughs> know I'm in the office. Miranda, where can we send, where can fans send their. Their allergy sympathies <laughs> to you. Can uh, talk to me at Havoc Grows on Twitter, Instagram, kind of everything. Um, also hit me up if you remember Xenon, uh, Girl of the Twenty First Century, because that was the <laughs> thing that I hope you all rem- caught earlier. <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. It's very good. Excellent. Zoom, zoom. Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. I've got a new IGN Unfiltered that I always like to uh, promote and try and get as many people to check out as possible. This month's episode is with Diablo creator David Brevik, who had a ton of great stories. Yeah. If you love Diablo, uh, you will be very interested. And of course, if you just if you happen to not know Diablo, but just want to learn about game development and what sort of I mean, the so life... many other games have been inspired by Diablo as mm-hmm. well. So yeah, so please check that out either on uh, IGN, uh, the video on IGN, or uh, it's on YouTube or <laughs> iTunes as well. So take a look at that. Alana, I am on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube as at Charalanazad. Um, personally, I, I've been mentioning this already, but Marty and I started a podcast together. It's been really fun. Uh, our first episode got almost 30,000 downloads. And yeah, it's been super fun. Um, we have a really exciting lineup for that, so you can check that out. Uh, details are at RLOC Podcast on Twitter. Pers- uh, no, professionally, uh, I'm going to DICE tomorrow, so when this goes up, it'll be today. Um, we've been live streaming everything that's happening at DICE. For anyone that doesn't know, it's... The Phil Spencer... Keynote, Keynote yeah. just went up this morning. Check out that. He had a lot to say, and it was a pretty powerful speech. Um, what would you describe DICE as? Uh, it's a. It's like... It's it's like GDC, but not... Beca- but, mm. but like, almost almost more about... It's industry... Rather about... Rather, it's more like if, if GDC was more mechanical yeah. about sort of, like, engines and sound design and... Uh, they don't have students and stuff at DICE. Right. Yeah, like, it, no. it has those, but it's focused. Yeah. Like a little yeah. bit more... I'd almost call it more of like a higher level, and I don't mean that as an insult to GDC, but like just sort of a. Oh, but like people like Phil Spencer go. It's it's very you know, big names in the industry are there, and um, we've been streaming everything that's happening. So there's really interesting talks that are basically from developers for developers. So you get a really different just 
perspective to what we have. Maya, Maya Molenhauer is giving, uh, it's, it'll have aired already by the time you see this, but just look up the video on IGN. She's yeah. doing a, a, a talk on uh, sort of the the four-year journey of, of Cuphead. Yeah, mm. which is super interesting. So I'm I'm hosting our pre-show tomorrow before the awards ceremony, and it's a different kind of award ceremony because, again, it's all by developers. Um and that's going to be like interviews with a bunch of cool people. I think one of them is Rod Ferguson, uh, creators of Fortnite. Like there's a bunch of different people that we'll be interviewing. So those videos will be up on all of our social um, channels before the award show streams tomorrow night. So check that out. Um, I think you can find out more information on, I believe it's IGN.com slash events slash dice. So yeah. Fantastic. Brandon, take us home. Uh, you could find me on Twitter. Uh, Brandon Tyrell. It's just my name because I'm a creative and uh, we are doing all kinds of cool stuff with IGN First right now for Far Cry 5. So if you're a fan of that, uh, please go Boomer. check it out. Also. And also today's video is about Boomer. So the lovable Australian Shepherd slash Blue Healer companion <laughs> pup that there you is, will. There's a Far Cry event. That Far Cry event is happening today. right yeah. now. Yeah. There's an actual dog at the event. Yeah. Well, they have they're, a dog thing. Incredible. I should have gone. <laughs> I so regret dogs. not going. We all should have gone. <clears throat> Why did I do this show? Yeah, it's on a ranch. It's on an honest to goodness ranch, and there are dogs and all kinds of crazy. Daisy yeah, I think uh, I think John Ryan is the one doing yeah. coverage of that. So yeah, we'll John have Ryan and Brandon uh, Hunt. Brandon Hunt. So mm. anyway, uh, definitely check out our IGN first stuff. You know, we've all been putting a lot of work into that, and um, there might be some fun Xbox related stuff coming up soon. Cool. Good times. All right. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, and we will see you back as usual this time next week. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.